the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Abraham Lincoln warned that the philosophy of the schoolroom in one generation will be the philosophy of government in the next. Would you like to know what's being taught in today's classrooms? Welcome to Say What? with attorney Mark Schneider and Pastor George Roska Jr. They'll explore the issues facing children, parents, and society as a result of the public schools and the forces behind them. Say What? is the radio program of Protect Our Kids, which seeks to inform and equip concerned citizens about the looming crisis in American education. So listen in as your hosts, Mark Schneider and George Roska Jr., unpack the issues and organizations affecting our children. And now here's your hosts, Mark Schneider and George Roska Jr. Hello everyone, I'm George Roska. And I'm Mark Schneider. And we want to welcome you to today's episode 122 of Say What, where we talk about the threats to our children in the public school system, including the corrupt state of California, both the executive and legislative branches, which are working in cahoots to take away our God-given parental rights. That's right, George. The state of California seems to be on a war path to demolish whatever is left of parental rights and to destroy um, whatever hope parents have to maintain some kind of an autonomy to control the upbringing of their children. It's highly ironic that if a child wants to take Tylenol at school, he needs parents' permission. But if the child unilaterally decides to change their gender identity and everything that comes with that, well, The parents don't need to be involved at all. In fact, more and more, the state can just step in and make it happen. Fortunately, parents are starting to uh, raise up in arms about this and say enough is enough. In fact, there's a march coming up in Sacramento pretty soon. These are some of the issues we're going to be talking about this morning. Definitely, Mark. And that's what we want to uh, bring attention to parents all across the state of California with this episode is... um, There is a big rally in Sacramento being planned for uh, Monday, August 21st. And actually, um, one of uh, actually the the leaders of this is uh, Real Impact Ministries out of Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills. And Pastor Jack Hibbs sent out a big call to all parents and pastors up and down the state. Um, and that's because, you know, Governor Gavin Newsom, together with Attorney General, you know, Rob Bonta, uh, as well as our Superintendent of Public Instruction, Tony Thurmond, who has actually made a visit down here to Southern California. He has. Uh, they've just been aggressively working at seizing the rights of parents uh, through all of these crazy laws. Um, so they're just trying to intimidate us through their legislation. And you know what? We're, we're going to stand up against it. Um, so we're calling uh, on all parents as well and grandparents and uncles to please join across the state uh, and show our opposition. Um, if if we don't stand up and say something, then they're going to just continue to do the same, even though we have been protesting and it's been unprecedented. I don't recall there ever being a parental rights protest in California or anywhere else in the nation other than in the last four years. You know, Mark, you and I have been involved 
And many of those starting back in 2019 um, when some of those first protests happened. We have indeed. I mean, George, it's just a shame that parents need to protest to protect their own children against the depredations of the of state officials. But unfortunately, that's the truth of it. More and more, uh, Governor Newsom, California Attorney General Rob Bonta, as you mentioned, and Tony Thurman are taking a personal interest in demolishing parental rights as they've existed for thousands of years. They uh, have taken it upon themselves. They think they know better than parents. What's best for children? California, as most of our viewers know, has turned into a sanctuary state for, um, you know, gender identity, gender affirming care. Uh, it's thwarting the laws of other states in the process. And mm-hmm. now, George, as we're going to talk about, there's a series of new laws that are working their way through the California legislature that just add, just going to add on to the diminishment of parental rights in this state. Yeah, and just so parents understand, we are in the month of August. We are. And the way that the legislative cycle works here in California is that, you know, a- any bill that doesn't get, you know, formally passed by the legislature by the end of August, it automatically is dead. Um, so it, it either has to pass and then it goes on to the desk of the governor for the month of September. Right. Um, and then the same thing happens uh, on the governor's desk is uh, unless the governor actually vetoes it by the end of September, yep. it automatically goes into law. Assuming both houses in the state legislature pass Correct. the bill. That, that, that is right. He doesn't have to sign it. He can just, uh, if he doesn't sign it, it's going to become law. So uh, August 21st, uh, that's just a little over a week before the legislative su- uh, session ends. Um, and so we want to go out in Sacramento and make sure that before – uh, any final voting takes place um, that the uh, state assembly members and state senators um, are made aware about our displeasure um, as parents. Um, and so we're going to unpack three of the bills yeah. um, that are making that have made it their way through the legislature. And now they're up for um, some some of the final votes, either in the assembly or in the Senate. Uh, so the first one is AB 665, and really at the heart of, of this bill is that it's going to provide uh, state-sanctioned kidnapping. Basically, the bill will allow minors from 12 years and, and up to seek mental health treatment without parents, and if the professional, after consulting the minor, feels you know the involvement would be you know inappropriate, this professional can basically make uh, certain recommendations for that child and where that child now is housed and placed without the parent involvement. This is such a, it's almost a demonic bill. Um, California has had uh, sort of this same thing going on for years now in a softer way. I mean, uh, school districts, school principals, school officials, colluding with third parties uh, to keep gender identity transitioning from parents. It's been going on for a long time. Now uh, the state is proposing to take uh, the next step and to actually remove children from the parent's home and put them in a LGBTQ plus group home setting, you can imagine where that's going to lead, mm-hmm. uh, to enable a child that is suffering from gender dysphoria 
um, and, uh, you know, has made a decision that they want to transition into an environment away from parents, away from their authority, that uh, is just going to have a multitude of terrible consequences, George, if this thing passes. All they need, uh, essentially, is for a school counselor to step in and say, we think this is in the best interest of the child to make this happen. Exactly. Um, And parents, let me just read a quote here out of the bill. It says, for LGBTQ plus youth, the rejection from parents, harassment in school, and the overall LGBTQ negativity present in society can lead to depression, anxiety, drug and alcohol use, and other negative outcomes. Over one half of surveyed LGBTQ plus youth reported that not being able to get permission from their parents or guardians was sometimes or always a barrier to accessing mental health services. So you can already see where this is all going. And what's interesting, Mark, is that out of every state, you know, of the union, California by far, you know, is trending way above the other states in uh, both, you know, LGBTQ acceptance in all of the the laws that have passed um, in the support that they get from school even in identification by kids. Yeah. I mean, kids in high school now, over 25% are identifying as being part of uh, this this LGBTQ you know, alphabet soup. Um, and this is at the same time, George, when California has the worst homeless problem in the correct. country. Uh, we have an exodus of families and businesses out of California because we have a toxic uh, business environment for people to hear. They're leaving the state in droves. And yet you can see that these are really uh, I- ideologues yep. that are pushing these policies uh, upon families and children. The CFC director of capital engagement, Greg Burt, interviewed uh, a witness, a licensed social worker, Pamela Garfield Yeager who has worked in group homes and testified in opposition to AB 665. Quote, California state is working overtime to separate children from parents, she says. Our opposition was saying how mental health is declining in California and across the country. And I think one of the biggest culprits is that of that is children are being separated from their parents. If we work together with families, I think that would improve mental health tremendously. They're proposing something that I believe is going to have the complete opposite effect. You think? Exactly. I mean, just like back in the 90s, all of a sudden sex education had to be changed, right? Because, well, we need to make them aware of HIV and of STDs and all of a sudden those start to skyrocket. Yeah. Um, you know, pregnancies started to go up. So it, it's everything they do always has uh, the opposite effect of what they're claiming. And, and, and so it's, it's really important for us as parents uh, to, to get educated on these kind of topics and, and to stand up for our rights. You know, also to note that in the testimonies given at the assembly as this thing was passing through each of the, the uh, committees, the discussion about group homes and what happens in group homes pretty scary. was scary. Uh, I mean, I, I was already aware of the fact that the foster care system, a lot of abuse happens. Yeah. But they mentioned that foster care system versus group homes are two different things. Completely. 
And group homes is abuse on steroids. It really is. Um, but the potential is there anyway. Because you have troubled kids who are all together in the same environment. There's a limited amount of adults who are supposed to be caring for these kids. In this particular situation regarding 665, these adults themselves who are caring for these kids are going to have an agenda, right? Help, Correct. help them. And so, you know, without adult supervision, uh, with the these uh, dysphoria and mental health issues that are going on, it's just a combination. It's ripe for abuse, George. Yeah, and as opposed to the foster care system, out of these group homes, there's a lot more children who run away because they actually don't get the help they need there. Right. So th- this is just uh, absolutely heartbreaking to see the state of California pushing uh, this evil solution. Uh, onto our kids and separating them from their parents. Uh, Mark, the second bill that we want to talk about is AB 957, and this is uh, gender affirmation in child custody disputes. Uh, these are all related, George. Uh, there seems to be sort of a trioka of bills that all have a, a similar theme. Here, AB 957 would consider it abusive for a parent to not affirm a child's gender identity and would deny custody to non-affirming parents during custody disputes. An updated version of the bill specifically defines a child's health, safety, and welfare to include, quote, a parent's affirmation of the child's gender identity. So translated, George, um, if you have a child who doesn't agree with their biological gender, if you don't go along with their subjective gender identity, you're a child abuser. You're providing an unsafe home and environment for them. That's right. And and parents, just so you get a sense of how bad this particular bill is, uh, the Democrats have a supermajority in the state legislature. And so the Republicans that are there uh, that are fighting for parental rights and for for sanity, they've seen a lot of just bad stuff go through. And yet, even after well over a decade of the supermajority, you know, in, in the legislature, uh, State Senator Scott Wilk, who's a Republican out of Santa Clarita, um, he was one of the two senators who voted against this bill, and he warned parents of its serious danger during the bill's hearing. And here's a quote from him. In the past, when we've had these discussions and I've seen parental rights uh, atrophied, I've encouraged people to keep fighting, he said. I've changed my mind on that. If you love your children, you need to flee California. You need to flee. George, I mean, full stop. Full stop. Think about that for a moment. Say what? This is an acting Republican, uh, Scott Wilkie, a state senator in California, uh, one of the the people's elected representatives. And he's telling people, with these kinds of policies, if these laws were to pass, Californians, you need to flee the state. And, George, it's hard to argue with him. Uh, If if you have a child, particularly in the public school system, Mm -hmm. that's subject to these kinds of policies where the state has authority and monitoring what your child is thinking and feeling, if they think at all that uh, the parents aren't going along with their agenda, they can take your child away from you. 
And, and unfortunately, during the opposition testimony, a, a mother, Abigail Martinez, testified, and she told a very sad story of her daughter, Yaeli, um, who passed away three years ago. And here's a quote from her. Um, she said this, My daughter was murdered by gender ideology. Yeah. My daughter was taken from her loving home because the state of California claimed I was abusive for not affirming her trans identity. I lost my daughter over a name and a pronoun. I mean, this is absolutely heart-wrenching. This is where, this is not the exception. This is going to become the norm. Yeah, it really is. Erin Friday, an attorney and mother of a girl who used to suffer from gender dysphoria, also spoke out against the bill at a committee hearing where she says this, quote, there is no nuance in this bill. It matters not the age of the child, the absurdity of the identity adopted, comorbid mental health issues, or persistence. Family court judges will be compelled to favor the child who will affirm the child's delusion. Parents can easily game the system and use gender as retaliation against each other. What happens when one parent will socially affirm the child but will not agree to medicate? Does the parent willing to do more transitioning prevail? I don't think so. Exactly. Exactly. So this is going to be uh, really, really horrible. Um, here's, here's the third and final one that we'll unpack for you. And this is AB 1078. And, and at the heart of this bill is really the state control um, over local school boards. Yeah. And we've been seeing this uh, play out. Um, and so we'll, we'll go through a little bit of the history of uh, why do we even need this kind of a bill? Uh, something triggered it. Um, and Governor uh, Gavin Newsom uh, and our state legislature, they, they're, they're very aware of the parental revolution that has been happening over the last five years in California. Um, California has really been the epicenter Um, and dare I say Southern California, um, because so many organizations have started from here um, that have been, you know, really fighting for parental rights. Um, But this bill, AB 1078, is a bill to curb the control uh, of local school districts, which they would have on their own curriculum and allow the state to fine school districts if their curriculum isn't, quote unquote, inclusive and diverse enough. Um, the legislation was in response, actually, to California parents protesting pornographic books found in K-12 through libraries, um, as well as school board members from Temecula who opposed critical race theory and refused to approve an elementary school social studies curriculum because it included an LGBT historical figure known for having sex with teenagers. Yeah. Yeah, the controversy came to a head apparently uh, a few months ago when Temecula Valley Unified School District Board rejected a new social studies curriculum that included, among other things, material on gay activist Harvey Milk. Uh, School board member Joseph uh, Kamraskri opposed the curriculum, calling Milk a pedophile. Um, Board member Danny Gonzalez added that the, quote, inclusion of sexually based topics and the glorification of a known pedophile would be morally reprehensible and inappropriate. Well, George Governor Gavin Newsom and State Attorney General Rob Bonta publicly criticized 
Komrosky and issued a press release threatening, quote, repercussions and expressed, quote, deep concern about the potential discriminatory intent. Yeah, I mean, this is the crazy stuff happening on the farm right now, Parent. The governor is standing up with the power of, you know, the, the, the State Department of Justice uh, to go after school board members who are parents themselves who are saying, no way, we don't need to teach our children that they need to, you know, venerate and honor pedophile right. in, in our history class. Yeah. And in fact, uh, in the month of June at a news conference, Kamrowski said his statements about Milk, Harvey Milk, were not based upon him being a homosexual uh, because that's how they're trying to protect themselves. Oh, you're speaking against a protected class, uh, but rather based upon him being an adult, having a sexual relationship with a minor. You know what the interesting part is, Mark, is that this is all documented. Uh, Harvey Milk being a pedophile is well documented. In fact, in, in his biography called The Mayor of Castro Street, which was written by Randy Schiltz, and Randy Schiltz is a gay identifying reporter. Yeah. All right. So it's not like this man has an agenda against the LGBT community. Uh, The man who wrote his biography is gay, and he also worked for the San Francisco Chronicle. And he wrote um, in a in in uh, in one of the chapters of the book about Milk's sexual relationship with a sixteen year old. That's right. Everybody has known this, and yet, as soon as you mention it, oh, that's being you know. you're basically you know, speaking evil against a protected class, and that's not allowed here in the state of California. Of course, this is nothing new, really. Uh, this has been going on for quite some time. I think, George, it was SB 48 that was the bill passed in California circa 2012 timeframe that required school teachers to venerate public figures based purely on their sexual proclivities, particularly yep. if they were non-conventional. And Harvey Milk was one of the, the figures that, uh, that they've been teaching kids about. Exactly. So this bill would basically force <laughs> local school boards uh, to require a two-thirds vote uh, as a threshold for removing educational content. Two-thirds vote. Most school boards have you know five to seven yeah. Board members, so that means you you're always going to need four or five, uh, or six or seven basic school board members. So they're they're the state is trying to really you know make it very hard for parents on school boards to be able to do their job uh, to protect kids. And in fact, even state superintendent Tony Thurman came and testified at the state assembly in favor of AB ten seventy eight. Um, and this all, you know, ended up passing. Um, so, parents, th- this is just a very brief synopsis of just three bills, let alone the many, many other bills that are still in in queue, but also the many other bills that we've talked about on previous podcasts that have passed over just the last two years. And one, George, that we really don't have time to go into in depth. Uh, another one is AB5, yeah. which would force the indoctrination of public school teachers to uh, teach the whole gender identity, sex and gender theory in the public school system. So it's just a laundry list of bills that keep coming down the pike uh, that will pass unless there's enough California citizens who uh, 
get some gumption and decide enough is enough and stop electing these people to office. Exactly. That is the fundamental problem. We keep putting these people back into office. So parents, uh, on behalf of Protect Our Kids, we invite you to uh, attend this uh, parental rights rally in Sacramento Monday, August 21st, and hopefully we can see a lot of you there. Um, Thank you for listening to our podcast. Please go to our website at www.protectourkidsnow.org. We actually have a brand new website. We do. um, And so it's uh, much easier to navigate, um, cleaner content, uh, more graphically and aesthetically pleasing. Uh, We are trying to help parents uh, all over the country understand what is happening and how their parental rights are being removed and how to stand up and fight back. So uh, thank you for listening. Until next time on Say What? You've been listening to Say What? The radio ministry of Protect Our Kids, where they seek to inform and equip concerned citizens about the crisis in American public education and the forces working against our children. Join us at this same time every Saturday as attorney Mark Schneider and Pastor George Roska Jr. unpack the issues so that we can better safeguard our nation's children. For more information about this program or Protect Our Kids, email the show at info at protectourkidsnow.org. That's info at protectourkidsnow.org. And join Mark and George right here next week at this same time for another episode of Say What? Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.